When I'm sad, it helps. When I'm mad, it helps. When I need advice, it helps. When I'm happy, it makes me happier. When I'm confused, it brings me clarity. What is it? It's my time spent journaling. Journaling is my ultimate antidepressant, people. It's an honest and loving friend I lean on in tough times. It's a mentor when I need guidance. And it's a simple and free daily practice that has dramatically impacted my life for the better. I've gained so much clarity because of it. I've become more aware of the limits I pose on myself. And in doing so, I have been able to break through those self-imposed limits. And I'm very excited to share with you guys all about my journaling practice, why I do it, the benefits of it, and how you can do it. Uh, And I'm going to be doing that on this episode. But before I do that, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for joining the podcast. This is Looking Up. My name is Max McCoy. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't already, share this podcast with your friend, your mom, your grandma, your dog, uh, that friend you haven't seen in a long time that might like it. Any way that you can play your small part in helping this podcast grow means a lot. I don't like put ads out. I don't put money into this really. I'm doing this for free. So any way you could help this thing grow organically, even something as simple as sharing a screenshot to Instagram, means the world to me. If you like the podcast, support it. Uh, Appreciate you guys. Let's get into this episode. So first off, this is a solo episode. And the reason I'm doing more solo episodes is just because... I think it brings a cool balance to the podcast where maybe every other episode will be an interview and then every other will be kind of a solo podcast where I'm able to kind of alchemize all the things I've learned from books, from uh, all these interviews I've done, from podcasts, from life experiences I've had like traveling to owning a freelance business to being a college basketball player, all these things. I feel like I've learned a lot and with these solo podcasts, I'm really offered the opportunity to kind of alchemize everything I've learned, put it into a written piece. Um, And with that written piece, I kind of make a podcast out of it. And that's what I'm doing today. So this piece, this podcast, gaining clarity and removing self-inflicted limits through journaling. I'm very excited about it. Journaling is, like I said, to start this podcast, one of the most important things um, that I do. I started journaling when I was traveling abroad and I I was 22 I had just graduated college and I did this as a means of documenting my days. And so I didn't want, I was like traveling, I was in Europe and I didn't want to forget anything that was happening. There was all these exciting details having happening in my life. Um, and so every night before bed, I would start writing a little paragraph about what had happened that day. And before I knew it, I didn't want to leave anything out about what I was experiencing. So my journal sessions became longer. I started writing more than just what had happened in my day. Like what started as like, you know, a half a page became, I started writing a page and then two pages and I just was, I was hooked. And in my journal, I began to really document and reflect on what was going on in my life, both both externally, but also internally. And that's when the magic really started. It started with like simple things, like I would write about what I was nervous about or what I was excited about. And I just tried my best to leave nothing out. And In doing this for, I would say, probably a month straight, I began to see patterns. I began to witness my inner dialogue and inner processing from almost like a third person's point of view. I became detached in a very healthy way from like my immediate reactions or emotions towards things. Um, And it was the first time I'd really felt this. So for example, 
I would get nervous before going to some social event by myself. I remember I was going to a like a Spanish meetup where I could go learn Spanish with all these locals and I was going by myself and I was very nervous. And I had journaled about this same situation, this same event multiple times prior. And because of that, I was able to reflect on all those, all those times that I had clarity and written about it that, okay, I had clearly been nervous before just like this. In those situations, I almost always ended up being very happy and excited and proud of myself for going. Uh, And so I can easily see that this opportunity is no different. And that's just one very simple example as to how journaling about what I was going through, what I was nervous about, began to give me the data to reflect on my life in just like a different context. Through journaling, I became more self-aware. I began catching on to the tendencies of my mind, like how it tries to talk me out of things that make me nervous, but I know are good for me. Um, the day-to-day troubles that would feel so large in my head. I know so many people, like when you have an issue in your head, they feel so big, but then you get them onto paper and they just felt smaller. And I had never really experienced that before until writing continuously. I began to catch the patterns, not only of like the angst feelings and the nervous feelings, but again, to realize the things I naturally gravitated uh, gravitated to and like the interests I'd want to pursue because writing every night, every single night over and over and over, I began to see like, oh, Max, like, look, you keep writing about these same things that you like in your days. How about we try to do that more? How about we create structures in your life in which you don't have to hope that those things happen more often. You just make sure they happen because it's easy to overlook what we really enjoy doing even if it's the small details of our days, if we don't pay it any mind. But after writing about similar things over and over, what I seek in my ideal days started to become pretty obvious. And as I became uh, more self-aware, I spent more time reflecting on like, okay, how could I form my life in a way that allowed me to do the things I enjoyed more often? And so I started to have fun. I started to explore all these different types of writing. So what started as almost like explaining my days now became okay, I'm having fun writing about what my ideal life might look like, given all these things I like to do day in, day out. Um, What would maybe every area of my life look like if I enjoyed it? And I started to get clarity in that respect. And perhaps I never let myself tell a friend what I truly wanted. Um, Maybe I even had trouble articulating what I wanted to myself. But thanks to the privacy of a pen and paper that I knew no one would ever look at, I was able to be very completely honest with myself and what I want without having the fear of sounding dumb or unrealistic. And this was a tough time for me in my life. At around the age of 22, I had just graduated college and so many people, you know, act like they have their things together and act like they know what they want to do with their life. And at my at that time in my life, I had small ideas as to how I wanted to live, but I didn't really feel supported in that and I didn't feel confident in telling people what I wanted to do with my life for that fear. I didn't want to sound stupid. I didn't want to sound like a child. I didn't want to sound unrealistic for having uh, goals for myself that strayed beyond the norm. And so when I didn't feel confident telling other people that, I didn't feel confident telling my family that, I often had trouble telling myself what I wanted. The journal was the place where I could be truly honest. And yeah, it was like I was probably the most lost and depressed I'd ever been after graduating college. I had no clue what I wanted. I felt incredibly unsupported by my options. And I can't say that like with full conviction that journaling was the only thing to get me out of that dark space because I was working at it. I was meditating. 
I was, uh, I saw like a spiritual life coach lady that helped me out. I was, I like dabbled with some plant medicines. I traveled abroad alone. I went to Europe for three months. So all these things I believe led me to feel a new sense of clarity and direction in my life. But if these were the ingredients to getting my shit back together mentally, journaling was the glue to put it all together through journaling. I found clarity and direction like I had never known before. I gained an actual relationship with myself. Uh, I had suddenly all this self-compassion for myself. I began to really connect the dots of my life at the time when I needed it most. And it was simple. It was so simple. It wasn't this elaborate thing I was doing. It wasn't a medication. It was literally spilling my brains out onto pen and paper. It was that easy. And for everybody who's compelled by what I'm saying and wants to adopt a journaling practice, in this episode, I'm going to talk about exactly what you can do, exactly how to do it to kind of adopt a writing practice if you don't have one already. But like I said, I started journaling when I was traveling, um, started with documenting my days. and But as it evolved, I, uh, I continued to journal. So I got back from traveling and I didn't stop. It was my medicine and I would continue to take it, if you will. So through writing, I began to feel as if um, another huge aspect of it was that I was accessing this part in me that I couldn't access any other way. Um, I would have moments in my journal when I'd be giving myself advice and it would feel like the words were coming from some other being, some other side of myself that could only express itself through pen. My journal was like having a mentor and I could access him anytime. And it's a weird thing. I don't even know how to explain it, but something happened. What you put, when you put your pen to paper and you just let yourself show up authentically, Words start pouring out that you would never expect, and it became, like I said, a mentor. My past podcast guest and someone who I truly admire his work, he's a student, he's a teacher of the psyche, his name is Eric Godsey. He was one of my first podcast guests and still one of my favorite episodes yet. He articulated this idea perfectly as to what this relationship with the journal can become. And he says, um, again, I'm quoting the podcast, he says, quote, the human I know I could be, my absolute highest potential is like my God. It's a thing within me and watches me that even judges me, knows everything about me. But because it's my highest potential, it will help me get through the things I'm going through because it wants me to become it so that it can finally be in the world. He continues to say, and so I have this story that I have this fucking ally that anytime I journal, this highest potential part of myself will communicate with me will communicate with me and help me through anything I need help with. And he says, and so I talk to him and I don't need to bullshit him because this thing is within me and knows everything about me so I can be super real and to the point and it will help me see anything from the perspective of my higher self. It helps me through relationship troubles, work problems, anything. And there's a weird thing that happens, man. He says, Anyone can do this if you genuinely ask for answers and are humble and brave enough to want to know and to want to listen. There's this thing inside of us that wants to help us. And journaling, he says, is the most consistent way I've found to connect to that thing. And I think of all the success I've had in this last year and a half, it's all been thanks to my ability to hear that thing and to do what that thing asks. End quote. 
And that shit is fire. And he articulated that so well. And I, I almost have nothing to add because that is the phenomenon I feel day in, day out. I have a spiritual mentor in my journal. And all I have to do is show up authentically and with bravery, as he said, to listen to what my higher self wants to tell me. And it somehow comes out with pen and paper. And now let's get away from this meta, almost spiritual perspective and hop into a scientific perspective. Journaling or expressive writing, as it's called in like scientific literature, is backed by science. The British Journal Advances in Psychiatric Treatment reports that expressive writing can cause us health improvements like fewer stress-related visits to the doctor, improved immune function, reduced blood pressure, improved lung function, improved liver function, fewer days in the hospital, improved mood and effect, feeling greater psychological well-being, reduced depressive symptoms before examinations, fewer post-traumatic intrusion and avoidance symptoms. Some of those words were big words, but I mean, that's crazy. It's from journaling. It's literally from writing. And they continue to go on to report on equally incredible behavioral outcomes. Behavioral outcomes such as reduced absence from work, quicker reemployment after job loss, improved memory, improved sporting performance, higher students' grade point average, and altered social behavior. All from journaling. It's crazy. So this guy named James Pennybaker was the psychologist leading these studies behind expressive writing and essentially how it acts as an antidepressant. And through all these studies, he found that the people that would journal about their deepest thoughts and feelings would end up physically and mentally healthier. And so why is it so beneficial is because of this idea of disclosure or the action of making secret or unknown unknown information known. So it's like this idea of clarity. And I think there, there's this guy named Drake Bear, and he's a writer for Business Insider, and he articul- articulates this idea really well, so I'm going to read this. And he says, psychologists are basically in agreement that avoiding or inhibiting unpleasant emotions or suppressing your thoughts make your body tense, your mood negative, and your cognition impaired. But if you access, express, and process those blocked up emotions, you'll feel better in all the ways. So for some reason... That talking about your breakup with your best friend makes you feel better. Journaling about getting fired lets you process it. So as you can imagine, keeping things boiled up inside you, whether it's sad emotions, mad emotions, whatever it is, keeping things within you is not only unhealthy for the mind, it's unhealthy for the body and the way the physical body operates. And so whereas a lot of people in the public opinion think that, okay, you need to go to a therapist and talk about all your issues, that's definitely a great option. But one of the options backed by science to to kind of heal yourself in a more intimate way is journaling. You literally can journal about these things and they have the effect of talking to a friend, talking to a therapist, and it's all by yourself, essentially. Um, There's also something to making meaning of the things we go through and how journaling can help you make meaning of whatever you're going through. There's a, again, another quote by Drake that that, uh, journalist I just mentioned. He says, quote, Holocaust survivor, author, and formative psychologist Viktor Frankl helped found the field of logotherapy or meaning therapy. And the premise at the center of meaning therapy is that meaning, rather than pleasure or power, is at the center of human life, end quote. And so this is another reason that expressive writing is therapeutic. In writing about good or bad experiences, you begin to uncover the meaning in them. And you 
almost piece together your life with more of a story narrative. And in seeing the meaning of things, as Frankel did, uh, Victor Frankel was an Auschwitz concentration camp survivor in making meaning of things like he did, we tap into a level of strength we perhaps didn't know we had. And so again, it taps into more benefits. So if you're going through a hard time, you make meaning out of it, um, you're empowered in a different way than had you not have journaled about it. I experience this nearly every day. So like with journaling, I'm able to write about what's going on in my life and reflect on it from a higher perspective. There's the famous spiritual guru who just passed, RIP, Ram Das. He would explain how crucial it is that we set time aside in our day to reflect on our life from this spiritual perspective, to give things that we're going through meaning. And journaling is my way of doing this. It's like my way of taking the space I need to write about whatever is on my mind, big or small, and in doing that through journaling, I, it's as if I rise up to like a thousand feet above and I'm able to look down with all this perspective. If you've ever, I, I fly drones, I'm a videographer, so I fly drones a lot. And sometimes you think what you, whatever the scenery you're in feels so captivating and the second you fly the drone up, you, you have this huge perspective and you can see almost the patterns and you could see, oh, like this mountain I'm on actually continues for this much longer. And journaling is almost like this flying of the drone where you're able to get higher, you're able to see things from a higher perspective, you're able to see kind of how it relates to what's coming and what has been before. And it's just this beautiful thing when you can get perspective. And it's again, I keep coming back to it. it's so simple. It's just writing with a pen and paper. This quote from Eric Godsey, he says, quote, when you write in this no filter way, especially about the things that you're scared to articulate out loud, you're processing stuff in your psyche. He says, things that keep coming up in your mind are like open windows of the desktop of your mind. If you write about it in the context of a story, it's like your brain closes that tab or closes that browser of your mind. And for some reason, the mind wants to understand these things like a story with a beginning and end, end quote. So not only is journaling proven by science to kind of help with negative emotions, with trauma, all these things, but it also can literally allow us to make meaning and understand the story of our life in a way that we never have before. Journaling even helps us with productivity in school or in the workplace. Uh, Another excerpt from Jake of Business Insider says, Harvard Business School psychologist Francesca Gino and her colleagues have recently published a paper about how fitting in 15 minutes of reflection to the end of your day makes you more effective. In one field experiment, new new employees who had 15 minutes to write and reflect at the end of the day performed 22.8% better than those who didn't. When people have the opportunity to reflect, they experience a boost in self-efficiency. They feel more confident that they can achieve things, and as a result, they put more effort into what they are doing and what they want to learn, end quote. So the takeaways... If you reflect on your work, if you reflect on your life, if you reflect on the best practices, if you try to view things from a higher perspective, you find meaning, you find purpose, you find things that you might have otherwise overlooked. So with all the proven benefits that come from expressive writing or journaling, you would think more people would do it. If this was a pill you could take, I have no doubt that pharmaceutical companies would be selling the shit out of this thing and running wild with it. But it's not a drug and it's not for sale, but it has more benefits than anything I can think of. And it's as simple as getting a pen and paper and just doing the damn thing. So like I said earlier in the episode, I'm going to kind of encourage you to start some sort of writing practice. But a lot of people ask me, one of the most common questions I get is how do I journal? journal? How can I start? 
And to stay within this theme of the episode, how can you gain clarity and remove self-inflicted limits through journaling? Um, And so I just want to say, in the act of journaling, no matter how you do it, you will get clarity as to how you think and how your mind operates. You will get clarity on the story you tell yourself. In becoming aware through clarity, through journaling, you will become aware of, oh, that's a limit I place on myself thanks to my mindset. Like when you write something out, you get to read your thoughts back to yourself and you get to see, is this empowering me or disempowering me? And in becoming aware, that's how you begin to shift the narrative and change the narrative and work hard to change the narrative. In in doing that, you're removing self-inflicted limits through something as simple as journaling. So how do you start? The first step is literally just make the damn decision that you will set aside time to journal. I, I spent so much time on this episode really dissecting all the benefits from different angles, from a spiritual perspective to a productivity perspective to a science perspective. So I hope like the benefits are clear to you that journaling will help you. It's super simple, but you have to make the decision to set a time set aside time to journal. Like the journal is not going to pick up itself. Um, and so making the decision is the first step that this is something you're willing to invest in. You may think that you have nothing to reflect on. You may think that you don't know what to write about, but that'll change once you actually give yourself, uh, the space to do it. So I started journaling organically. Uh, I just started because it felt good. I wanted to kind of document my days while traveling, but I think for more people that where this doesn't come so natural, having a structure may be helpful for you. And I know for me, when I'm not journaling, I have to set up some sort of structure for myself uh, to get myself back in the rhythm of doing it. Because like with any habit, you do a habit enough, eventually the habit does you. So I've gotten to this point now where I don't have to think about it. I journal just because it's like, it's almost like drinking water for me. It's like how I take care of myself. Um, But for you, I think it'd be very helpful if you don't have a practice, set up a structure. And so I'm going to offer you a structure, of course, change it as you see fit. But I think as best as you can, to get started, follow a structure as strictly as possible just to get you to get in the rhythm, get in the habit of doing it, even if it's uncomfortable. All right, we're almost done. Here's the exercise. I'm challenging you for four days straight, set aside 20 minutes a day to begin this writing, this journaling, this expressive writing practice. And here's the structure that you're going to follow. Number one, set a timer. Get Well, first off, get somewhere quiet and private. Set a timer on your phone and write for a minimum a minimum of 20 minutes for four consecutive days. That's your container. So you get in a room, you sit at a desk, you set the timer, 20 minutes, go, start writing. Don't stop writing until the timer goes off. Two, choose a topic that you want to write about beforehand if you want. So the more personal and important to you, the better, the more healing will be done. So if you have an issue that you're like, imagine you need advice, just start writing about that. Maybe start asking this random journal for advice and see what comes up. If you don't have a topic you want to write about, but you still want to get the benefits of journaling, if you have nothing on the top of your mind to start writing about, that's okay. That's totally normal. I would say just start writing about perhaps what happened that day, what happened the day before, what's what's going on in your life. Just start writing about very mundane things. Start writing about what you're looking out out the window and just challenge yourself to write about literally fucking anything and see what happens. See how it evolves. Start adding as much emotion as you can to it, but still don't stress out about, am I writing about the right thing? There's a thing that happens when you write. If you just start writing about that tree you see outside, start writing about it, writing about it, and in writing about it, somehow 
the things you you should be writing about at the moment will come up. And if they don't, they don't. Just keep sticking to the practice and see how it evolves. The third point in this structure that I'm offering you is, I think I've already noted at it, but write continuously. Don't worry about punctuation. Don't worry about spelling. Don't worry about grammar. If you run out of things to say, draw a line, repeat what you've already written. Keep the pen moving on paper for the full 20 minutes. That's like the most important part because in doing that, you're pushing yourself to just be filterless. And in being filterless, that's where the real clarity comes through. You're you're not trying to write something pretty here. You're supposed to be – it's almost going to be like monkey scratch coming off of the paper. That's that's the that's the nature of the mind. The, the mind is very chaotic and all over the place, and so your journaling session will likely reflect that. Fourth point here is to write only for yourself. Um, no one will read what you're writing, and I think that's important too. In being filterless, make sure you know that you are like you're safe, and that no one will ever read what you're writing. And so, there's no limits to what you can write. And um, if you're worried about someone reading your shit, I would say just when you're done and the 20 minutes is up, like close it, like crunkle it up, throw it in the trash, burn it if you have to, whatever you got to do to feel safe while you're writing. And I would even recommend don't even worry about reading your own writing just yet. Like maybe down the line in a week or two, look back on all the things you've written and see if there's patterns. But for the time being, you're writing for yourself. You're writing for the act of writing. And so don't let anybody see your shit, throw it away if you have to, um, so that you feel safe. And number five, expect some emotion to come up. Um, Becoming aware of things that may have been stored deep within you can often do that. So good, bad, happy, sad, whatever comes up is normal. Have compassion for yourself. Um, Be patient with yourself and trust that whatever arises to the surface, good, bad, uh, it's a part of the healing journey. It's a part of the growing process. So be brave in that if you're writing about something that you're mad about or not content with, the initial feeling is a little discomfort, but that discomfort that you're bringing to the surface is allowing you to move through it. Uh, it's like, I, I think of this as like detoxing, you know, like if you go in the sauna and you sweat, it's like, it's very uncomfortable, but then you get out of the sauna and you take a shower and you feel like, oh, I just sweat out all these toxins. I feel better. Journaling can be similar. You're journaling and you're bringing things up out of the mind that have been deep, deep, deep in there and you're letting them sweat out and you might be a little uncomfortable. It might linger for a couple hours, um, but in the long run, in the macro of this, you are detoxing your mind and doing yourself a huge service by doing so. So stay brave, stay compassionate and uh, stick to the process. I definitely recommend this loose, free flowing types of writing. Um, You may think you might want to write about one thing, and like I said, once you start writing, a whole completely different subject might come up, and I think that's great. I think that's how it always goes for me. I've found that whatever I need to write about is what I end up writing about, no no matter how big or small it is. So through this expressive writing practice, um, I really, really think you'll begin to gain a deep relationship with yourself. You'll begin to understand the tendencies of your mind. You'll become aware of the story you tell yourself day in and day out, the things that you maybe felt like a, a lingering dissatisfaction about will suddenly become aware. You won't be like, I don't know what's wrong with me. You'll know what's wrong. So in knowing what isn't making you happy or what is making you mad, you will be able to change those things more easily. And in doing so, your life will reflect just a more 
vibrant, happy, clear, intentional life. Um, you'll become aware of the story you tell yourself. The more you do this, the more you see the patterns, the longer you can stay with your writing practice. I look back on things I was writing about two years ago at this point, and I'm able to see like, wow, how look how much I've transcended that thought pattern. I don't think that way anymore. Um, and that's really beautiful to be able to look back on the internal workings of my mind from two years ago and see how much I've grown. On the other side of the same coin, I'm able to look back at three years ago when I was writing and still see, wow, I'm still working through this thought pattern. I still think in this way sometimes. And I'll be like, wow, Max, you, you still are grasping to this like negative belief about yourself. It's going, it's gone back even three years now, time to pay this more attention. And so in this consistent writing practice, in this consistent documenting the inner mind, uh, I'm able, I know myself so well. I know the shit. I know the tendencies of my mind. I know the tricks I try to play on myself. So if you adopt something similar, um, eventually you'll have a very solid grip on who you are and how you operate. And from this point of clarity, you'll be able to start working with uh, specific writing prompts that can help you like fine tune and work through very specific aspects of your life. This is what my writing has turned to. I get very specific. If I have an issue, I know how to ask myself very directed questions to kind of get to the core of this issue. And all of this is held within the container of my journal. And so my journal is so multifaceted to me. So I think this expressive writing, this free-flowing writing is like the foundation to a deeper journaling practice that will only continue to serve you the more and more you do it. So as you can probably tell with like the passion of this episode, uh, journaling has been a life-changing tool for me. And for me, the simplicity of it is what makes it beautiful. It's why I'm so compelled to share it. If I had a vitamin that was free that you could do anytime, multiple times a day, that would make your life so much better, I would, I would be fucking trying to give this vitamin to everybody and my vitamin is journaling and so if things are going well in your life I think journaling will make you feel more grateful and present uh, if you journal about them if things are not going so well and you journal about it it will help you put things in perspective and make meaning of what you're going through it will allow you a deeper relationship with yourself it will help you grant like a new level of self-awareness that perhaps you've never known and with clarity, with perspective and some much needed self-compassion, life seems a whole lot more manageable. And that is the power of journaling. And I hope this episode resonated with you. I hope it struck a chord with you and that maybe, 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 maybe you think about journaling as a, uh, a practice that you want to adopt. I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, what you thought of the episode, if you're going to adopt a writing practice of your own. I'd love to hear about it. Hit me up on Instagram. Um, this is one of those episodes. Again, I wrote like a, a piece about this that I'll probably share on like my blog that I haven't yet started. But uh, I read off of that basically just to make sure I hit some important points and then I kind of strayed away. So this is a new style for me that I'm looking to experiment with. I would love your feedback. I always love when you guys send me your thoughts on the episodes. Again, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Share this with a friend, with a homie, with a dog, whatever. Share it with whoever that you think might benefit from it. Uh, share a screenshot with me on Instagram. Those are the best. I also started an email list. If you want to sign up for the email list where I'll be sharing the books I'm reading, the concepts I'm working through, and journal prompts as well. So if you're interested in learning with me and getting resources on the stuff I'm working on in real time, 
click the link in the show notes where you can sign up to be a part of my email list. I thank you guys so much if you made it to the end of this solo episode. That's a lot of time. That's like 30-something minutes to be listening to just my voice. Uh, We have been growing our little intimate podcast family, and I love it, and I'm so grateful, and I love you guys, and I appreciate you guys, and uh, I hope this episode resonated with you. Journaling really is a life-changing thing, so I feel grateful that I'm able to create some sort of peace around this habit that has truly changed my life. And uh, I feel like it's, it's doing my part in trying to spread this simple habit a little bit farther. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me like express myself in this way. Uh, and I, I'm excited for the interviews coming up. I'm excited for the solo podcast coming up. A lot of good shit. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you maybe take a walk, get some sunshine, maybe buy a journal, maybe write in the journal, Uh, maybe give your dog a kiss, maybe give your mom a hug, maybe go talk to that friend you haven't talked to, maybe go take a swim, maybe go see a movie by yourself, maybe do, you know, do whatever fucking feels good. That's what life's about. Go follow your compass and, uh. That's advice to myself as much as you, and I've drank too much coffee, so I'm just going to keep talking, so don't keep listening. I'll talk to you guys next episode. That's the end of the episode. Okay, for real this time, bye. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye, 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 bye.